This is Retirement Talk. I'm Del Lowry. Golden is the first name of a coffee shop acquaintance. Golden, how did you get that name? I ask. His response? My father was always looking for gold when he was a young man living in southern Idaho. There wasn't any gold in southern Idaho where we were living, and he never found any. So when I was born, they named me Golden because I was the most valuable thing he had ever had. Golden smiled. He liked the name. Golden was 87 when he told me that story. Golden taught literature at Western Washington University for over 40 years. He retired when he was 69. Traveling became the focus of his life upon retirement. He traveled alone most of the time. Europe, Australia, and New Zealand. At age 80, he ran the Chuckanut Foot Race, which is a run of seven miles. His eyes sparkle when he tells me that retirement has been good. Prostate cancer and macular degeneration attacked. Golden was slowing down. He moved slowly, but there was a time when he moved easily across the college campus. He read books and talked about them with young students in classrooms, with windows thrown open and fall-colored leaves shimmering in the distance. Travel then swept him away to distant lands. On one trip, he met another traveler in a busy train station. They shared wine and stories. They agreed to meet again in one year in another country at another train station. And they did. Life was exciting and retirement was good. I don't want to travel. I do travel, some that is, but it's not high on my list of wants. When we chose to retire in the Pacific Northwest, one of the reasons was that we would not have to travel far to experience a foreign country, mountains, salt water, forest or wilderness areas, large cities or major universities. Another reason travel is not high on my list is that we did travel while we lived in Alaska when we were younger. We traveled a lot. Europe, several times. Asia and Africa. I remember seeing older people disembark from tour buses at Alyeska, a ski resort just south of Anchorage. They walked slowly and not very far. They came to see Alaska but they were pretty much confined by age or health to stay pretty close to the bus, the lodge, or the restaurant. They really didn't get into the back country. They didn't get to experience the same Alaska I did. I didn't want to wait. I didn't want to wait for my traveling days until the experience would be so very limited. Perhaps limited is the wrong word. Different might be a more appropriate I have traveled in my retirement years, and the experience is still rich and rewarding, but it's different than what we experienced in our younger days. Returning the thoughts of Golden, he traveled in retirement. It was at the top of his list, and he did it and enjoyed it. Thinking about all the different roads one may choose in retirement is humbling. It's hard to make a choice. A certain comfort comes from routine. We know what to expect. We know where we will sleep, where we will eat, where and when we will take a nap, and where we will have dinner or go out for coffee. There are lots of choices, but we tend to establish routines. 
we limit ourselves. Sometimes I wonder at my own choices in retirement. Perhaps I am limited by lack of imagination. I have chosen to do this or that with my life. But there are all of those other possibilities that have thus been eliminated. One could choose to travel, grow dahlias, watch television, go sailing, study native plants, explore your genealogy, or write your memoirs. They'd all be good, I think. The challenge is the act of committing to one direction or another. Waiting for Godot, that great play by Beckett, illustrates the predicament. The play drives home the absurdity of not making a decision and remaining stuck in one place. The two main characters carry on an endless discussion of whether the answer to their making a choice will come today or if they should just get up and choose which way to go. They wait. They talk about choosing and they wait. It's worth a read if you haven't already done so. I think I will put it on my list of books to reread. I have a friend down the street that retired several years ago and has suffered a couple of hard years. He couldn't make up his mind about retirement. He couldn't do anything. He wandered around as if in a daze. His choices were unlimited. He had health, money, and time. He could have chosen any one of so many different directions to go but he remained seated and unhappy. He would have been okay to remain seated if that had been the road he chose, but it wasn't his choice. He just couldn't choose. It was a default position. Should we go or should we stay? Beckett poses the question so well. As the old cliché runs, sometimes you just have to take the bull by the horns or just get off the dime. Time ticks. Golden had his choices to make and made them. Health then forced him to sit. He did that with a warm cup of coffee and fond memories of days gone by. We should all be so wise and so lucky. This is Retirement Talk. If you have questions, comments, or suggestions, contact Dell at retirementtalk.org.